Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We talk about the medical benefits of pot of cannabis. And I'm sitting here. My name is Jack Stone. I'm here with Ryan Chavez. How are you doing today, Ryan? You ready for part two? Oh, part two. Part dos. Part de. Wherever you are in the world, we are doing part two. And that's a lot cannabis. of our listeners are in English, so we'll probably just keep, keep it in English. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, part two of Cannabis 101. This is a... It's a fun topic. We we're extending last week. We decided, you know what? We haven't done this 101 topic in a long time. We're going on 5 years. This will be our 5-year anniversary episode. So, we decided why not close it out with a basic, a classic that a lot of people enjoy and I'm totally looking forward to any of your thoughts and any of the things that you guys would like to see added in the future. So before we get going, as always, if this is your first time here, thank you, thank you, thank you for jumping on the episode. Um, please share this, guys. If this is your first time, second time, you like the content, and if you like that content, please share it with anyone that you think could be helped by the content of this episode. Um, and, and if you have been a loyal listener, and so many of you guys have been doing this, and I cannot thank you enough for A, writing in, telling us your thoughts on anything. I don't care what it is. Um, we really enjoy when you guys just tell us mm-hmm. your thoughts so we know that people are listening to this, right? And and I just, I really appreciate it, guys. And and that is, it doesn't always mean we get positive news. Sometimes you guys want to hear something different. We very often will hear positive news. Um, if we only heard negative news, we probably wouldn't do this as, as much, <laughs> to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. But we do like negative news because it helps with criticism, right? Um, we need criticism to be better. So, you know, anything that you guys, any, anything to let us know that you guys are paying attention, we always appreciate. And if you have been doing this for a while and you do just want to support us, the best, best way you can do that is super easy. Um, if you just give us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us, even just, just push that little star button, uh, give us five stars. It'd be great. Um, that really helps us a ton. That pushes the content of this, this pushes our episode to the top of those algorithms, Right. So other people can find us easily. And when that happens, our hope, you know, when we produce these is that we can help people. And if more people can listen to this and be helped by the the good stuff that happens with cannabis that we're discovering, then we hope that this world is a better place. And if this world's a better place, it's better for my family, better for my kids to grow up in. And again, that is our selfish, selfish reasoning why Jack and I come on here every week to do this. <laughs> so cannot thank you guys again. Thank you so much. And with that, we are talking about part two of this, uh, the Cannabis 101 episode. Last week, we talked about a few different things. We talked about um, the history of cannabis. We talked about the basics, a lot of the things that you hear when you get into cannabis, like the terpenes, indica, sativa, CBN, CBG, THC, CBD, all that stuff. Um, We also talked about consumption methods. Mm Mm-hmm such as smoking, vaping, edibles, tinctures. And now we're going to get into a few other things. We're going to talk about the potential benefits of cannabis because we didn't actually really talk about that last episode in part one. We have to in part two because that's really important if we're going to talk about this at all. And then we also want to talk about, for you newbies out there that are getting into it, and for those of us that have been utilizing cannabis for a bit and would like to describe this or need help describing um, this feeling to newbies so they can, you know, more easily jump into the use of cannabis. What does it feel like to use THC? What does it feel like to use CBD? I don't think that's a black and white question, but Jack and I are going to try and talk it through so you guys can have a better understanding of what you can actually feel 
when you're going to be trying cannabis for the first time, right? Whether that's THC, CBD, or a little bit of both. And, and maybe why you would utilize, you know, one cannabinoid over the other or a balance, um, a balanced version. And then after that, Jack and I are just going to talk about what we think, right? <clears throat> Overall advice, if you're just starting with cannabis, we'll just kind of get into that and then we'll uh, close it out and let you guys ask questions. But Jack, what are your thoughts? I want to start with you, my man. What are your thoughts about last episode and, and shifting into the content that we're going to be talking about today in the part two episode? Yeah. So I, last time we went over kind of like the fundamentals and basics and now we're kind of going over like why, like, like what's the benefits? What are the perks? Why are we doing yeah. it? So yeah, yeah yep. it's good. I think it'll be good to, to talk about it. Um, I think, uh, a lot of this is, you know, in, in a lot, I think we're going to come, we, we, we always come down back down to this. It's everybody's a little bit different. Um, so yeah. that's the one thing to keep in mind during this. Know your limits. Know what you, yeah. you what you like and what works for you by testing lots of different things. But um, yeah, I yeah. know we're we're gonna jump into it. But I'm super stoked. This is all gonna be good stuff. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's get into it then. In that case, shall we? Um, we're gonna talk about start with the potential benefits of cannabis and and what the buzz is all about, right? So you hear people talk about CBD, THC, CBG, right, and Mm-hmm. Why Why do they care? What is the, the huge buzz? Well, we have another big four, I would say. Last time we talked about, um, you know, the big four with, with different things that, that we wanted to discuss as far as uh, terpenes and, and cannabinoids. And the cannabinoids, we talked about the big four of THC, CBD, uh, CBN, and CBG. So right now we're going to talk about the big four reasons why uh, I find that most people utilize cannabis in the first place. And the first one I think is maybe the biggest, that's not the biggest, it's one of the biggest, um, is mental health reasons. That's the first reason why people will use cannabis. And that includes anxiety and stress, right? And when you're looking at anxiety and stress for mental health purposes, CBD and high CBD can, uh, cannabis strains are typically going to be best because they're known for their anti-anxiety or anxiety reducing properties uh, that they have. And, and typically... Um, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of THC is helpful as well um, right. for uh, for euphoria purposes. Uh, a lot of times a balance ratio, some people that have a little bit more extreme purposes or extreme uh, ailments uh, with anxieties may actually benefit from a little bit more THC if, um, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it doesn't provide more paranoia, which can happen too, especially for newbies. So, Again, this exactly what you said, Jack. Everyone is different. The safest way to start in this scenario would be high CBD because you don't want to add too much oh, THC yeah. in the beginning to add to that anxiety. However, you may need a little bit more THC than someone else if it's going to help you relax, right? Mm-hmm. And so mental health is the first reason why a lot of people will try and utilize cannabis to um, – essentially assist with that part of their life because it is effective, especially high CBD strains. Very, very effective. We've seen anti-anxiety and stress reducing properties. Um, When you're talking about mental health, another part of mental health are sleep disorders, right? It could be for sure. And and when we have sleep disorders, it certainly affects our mental health. Definitely the next day. Um, So cannabis can help in this respect too. And that could be uh, strains high in CBN have found to be helpful for sleep. And myrcene, mm. if you have the terpene myrcene, myrcene has a sedative effects. And typically 
strains that are very high in mercine tend to be indica strains as well. Not always, but the tends to be. And utilizing um, often as well, people will utilize THC when they're trying to get to sleep. I've done it as well. Almost everyone does when you're utilizing cannabis. And the reason you use THC is if you're having trouble falling asleep and right. you really need that 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 knockout factor, right? And and honestly, it's very similar to taking an Ambien or taking like a Xanax, something not not physically. It's not going to be physically similar to for your body, but as far as how the reaction goes, but as far as how you feel and the effect of the THC being able to immediately put you in a sedative state, that is very similar to what Ambien does or Xanax does, right? Um, talking about CBD, CBD typically is not going to knock you out. It's not going to knock somebody out similar to how THC could, if you're a newbie especially, right? Or if you're taking a lower dose. Um, the way CBD can really assist, and this is how I think a lot of people should utilize it, I, I try and utilize it in this way as much as I can, is to assist with priming your endocannabinoid system and really um, assisting with that, uh, optimizing your, your circadian rhythm on a regular basis. If you CBD can help you optimize your circadian rhythm through priming your endocannabinoid system, that is the healthiest way that cannabis can help you maintain a, a positive sleep schedule, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, you may have really severe anxieties like PTSD or, or just severe anxiety of some sort that would require something a little stronger. And that's where we could utilize something like THC to help put us down if needed. The other big one is um, talk about benefits is managing chronic pain. So anxiety is one. Pain probably is the first reason why people started utilizing cannabis and mm. um, mainly due to its analgesic properties uh, as an alternative to opioids, right? We talked about Xanax a second ago, but that's not typically something that you want to be taking on a regular basis due to the addictive properties that it has. Cannabis doesn't hasn't been shown to really have that at all. Um, so to some extent it does, especially with high THC versions, but with CBD, it's been very effective and, and shown to be safe as far as studies go. Um, both THC and CBD play roles in pain relief where THC will mainly assist psychoactively and CBD will assist through anti-inflammatory mechanisms that modulate the endocannabinoid system. So when they work together, and and CBD does have anti-pain properties as well, but THC is really the one that's going to help you perceive that pain differently and help numb it uh, as well. And when you combine those two, because inflammation will um, lead to pain, right? When you combine the anti-inflammatory with the THC, now we're looking at a very, very potent pain reliever and anti-inflammatory, something that's actually going to help you recover as well. That's what I found. So- you know, being able to rely on cannabis to assist with reducing reliance on uh, opioids is really important for us to be looking at in the future, right? And that's one reason, a basic, why a lot of people started using cannabis because they didn't want to use opioids anymore, right? I've done that myself. I didn't want to use Xanax or Ambien. um, So I started using cannabis instead, and it's been much healthier of a feeling for me, for sure. Um. The third reason the big of the big four why people may utilize is a health benefit cannabis is the neurological disorders, if you have those. Um, epilepsy, for example. CBD has been shown to be hugely promising for epilepsy or those with um, that have seizures consistently. 
And especially, you know, for children and adults, it's been shown to be safe and effective. Um, the FDA has actually approved Epidolex. That's one cannabis product that has been approved. It's a one-to-one ratio of CBD and THC um, that is helpful for um, those with Lennox, Goss- was it Lennox Gestalt syndrome and Dravet syndrome. Mm. Um, so along with uh, seizures for epilepsy as well. So Epidolex is, I know we've talked about this in the past, but the government has approved cannabis related products for these medical purposes. So there is real, you know, efficacy to these that we've found. Um, the multiple cirrhosis uh, cannabis can help with that as, as well for muscle spasms, pain, insomnia, that's related to all of that. Um, oral sprays, you know, tablets um, doesn't have to be smoking or vaping, right? Um, creams, tinctures, any of those things that really help with stiffness, typically in like a one-to-one ratio is going to assist with a lot of that stuff. And the fourth reason, the final of the big four, why I find a lot of people will utilize cannabis for benefit-related purposes is for, and this is, I I think, the biggest reason why I use it now is for lifestyle optimization with microdosing. Mm. Um, Microdosing, we've talked about this before. We've had a whole episode on this recently, actually, uh, involves consuming a tiny amount of THC or CBD or both to achieve very subtle physiological and therapeutic effects and benefits without getting those really strong psychoactive effects, right? <clears throat> so by doing, um, <clears throat> excuse me, by, by focusing on this and doing a microdosing approach, we can really enhance our focus, our, our creativity, promote relaxation and stress reduction in a very optimal manner to keep you feeling very normal throughout the day. A lot of times people don't want to use cannabis on a regular basis because they don't want to feel cloudy and they need to be mm-hmm. on right for their job. And that's, that's what we talk about a lot with utilizing features or, or products such as the Dynavap, right? The Dynavap can come in a very, very tiny microdosed um, bowl. And, yeah. you know, you, you can hit that once and let it sit. You can do a whole session with it and it's not a ton of cannabis, right? So microdosing just keeps cannabis effective and it really, when, when your cannabis isn't effective, it means typically you've taken too much. And when you've taken too much and you're flooding your CB1 receptors, it just doesn't feel that great. Like cannabis yeah. no longer is fun. It doesn't feel good. You feel maybe better than the pains you had before, but it's not like, it's just not great. So you want cannabis to feel like it always has maybe the first or second time, right? Maybe you want to have a little bit more experience in those times when you took it the first, second time, but you know what I mean? You want microdosing to stay optimal and effective and you know, by microdosing cannabis is going to stay that way. So Jack, now I want to talk about, those are the big benefits, right? So we yep. talk about like microdosing lifestyle stuff. Like that's exactly how we talk about it a lot on here with neurological disorders, pain, managing chronic pain, uh, managing your mental health. Those are reasons why people would utilize cannabis in a, to benefit their health, right? Now I think what we want to talk about a little bit here, um, People may get that. People may listen to this and say, oh, wow, all that sounds really, really good. But I have never taken a psychoactive substance in my life. And I actually don't feel that comfortable, right, with 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 taking a psychoactive substance. So I don't even like these benefits. I, I don't know if I want to jump in even to try these benefits if I'm not going to like what the high feels like when I try cannabis, right? There's a lot of apprehension. So what I want to do here is talk about what does a THC high feel like? What does a CBD high feel like? Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, I, I think to start just with THC, you know, again, that is where we're getting that euphoria, that intense feeling yep. of happiness. We get the altered perception, the increased appetite, a lot of relaxation, creativity, imagination, and that altered cognitive state that we kind of want, right? But Jack, can you jump through? I'd like to hear your opinion. Like, what are your thoughts on what the THC high feels like? And then we'll jump into the CBD high as best as you possibly can. THC makes you feel good. No. It's a psychoactive nice. part of cannabis. Yeah, CBD, you don't really – we'll get there. But C, that's when you really feel something is with THC unless you do a ton of CBD. But like THC, yeah. even if you do very little, you're going to feel something. You're going to feel yeah. uh, warm and just lightheaded. It just it, – it's kind of like everything kind of melts away. I feel like my cares, everything melts away. Like I don't – mm-hmm. things that I was worried or anxious about. But – you don't want as long as it's the right amount. So it's kind of like finding that area, but it's like if you, things make you laugh, things make you feel all kinds of things. Like uh, you, but yeah. you just you feel good. You feel euphoria, yeah. happy. Um, all these good things just start going in you. And uh, but you know, yeah. once again, it's a good thing, but too much of a good thing might not be good. And I feel like that's the one thing that this is the new stigma. Yeah. People want the strongest level of THC. It's like every. I mean, I'm going to keep talking about this because it's everywhere. Because ev- now that now that like it's become legal in like what 34, 39, something like that states, people are all jumping in, but they're all noobs and they're all like, "Oh, give me that yeah. THC," and it's like, "No, no, no, no. You, it's too much. A hundred milligrams yeah. of THC. Yeah, I want that big." joint with the give me the the most thc you can give at me because i need no you don't need it you just need a little bit because then you're going to get addicted <laughs> you're going to get hooked it's going to be hard for you to keep going like in, or it's just it's that's what you're going to need every time it's going to be expensive like just yeah. and the cbd amplifies but we'll we'll get there i'm i'm jumping the gun here so like <laughs> uh but i mean i'll just put it all together i already i already jumped it so the CBD it amplifies the THC. CBD, you don't really feel anything. It's a medical benefits. A lot of good stuff there. You want the CBD. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. THC. You got these big green pluses and all these bodegas, like saying, oh, good for you. But you need to have the CBD with the THC for it to be a good thing. I mean, sure, THC is good in its own regard, small quantities, but CBD and THC together, it's harmony. It's magic, and you need the infusion. The combination is just pure joy. You need it, and I can't. I will not stop harping because I feel like <laughs> now. Before it was like, oh, don't do weed. Weed's bad. Cannabis bad, bad, bad. But now it's like, yeah, give me the big, big THC strains. It's like now we created a new monster. These THC, yeah. the we feel like we need to create a create a word for it. Like these THC noobs are like, I don't know. Maybe they're all noobs, but you know what I'm talking about. I, yeah, and I I think yeah, I mean. And I think the cannabinoids have gotten a little crazy too. Like there's the THCP is like 30 times stronger than Delta nine THC. Right. And, and that's, that's, that's a big one now. Now. All right. So, so, so you said a lot of good stuff there. And I think one thing that um, I want to talk about is you, you mentioned THC and how it melts kind of like your, your thoughts away. And it, and I think that is the biggest part of what cannabis, what THC does for people. And what, what I mean by that is when you start using cannabis, 
um, for the first time, you're typically used to often, like, especially nowadays, we are used to thinking about the future and the things that we have to do or thinking about the past, right? And, and yes. the things that we did, right? Yep. And what, what kind of your brain. Did, it floods your brain. And what cannabis ends up doing for you, in my opinion, for people, and I think it freaks them out when this happens, is it allows you to focus very quickly on the present moment. And and so what, what ends up happening is you mentioned a lot of your worries melt away. And that, that is actually, I think, one of the biggest things that THC does is it, it removes the the worries, which again, come from the future worry that you have or the past that you had. And if it melts those away, which it does, I agree, you're only focused on the present moment. And that is awesome. But what it also does is it freaks people out because they're never typically focused on the present moment. And they're typically, when they get to that state with cannabis, cannabis heightens all of your senses. And so when it gets, especially if you're using it for the first time, right? And so um, it heightens all of your senses. And you become hyper-focused on your breathing, for example, or your heart rate, or like different sounds that are on the other side of the house that you've never heard before. And what could that be? You know? And, and so when you first start using cannabis, I think it's that mm-hmm. hyper-focus on the present moment that right. that is different and is what people aren't expecting. And that's all it is, right? So like the what, what happens a lot is people get really, really high too quickly, like before they're ready to get too high. And like, they haven't tried cannabis before they get super high. And then like all they're, they're thinking and they're, they're feeling their heartbeat. Right. And so that's why I think so many people are going to, you talk about my, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Like yep. having a Give me to the ER. Yeah. Yeah. And, and think about this. Think about this. You can freak yourself out too. Right. Like I could oh, just yeah. be sitting here and I could just start thinking to myself, I think something's wrong with like my, my chest. I think, yeah. Oh man. Oh, geez. And then like you start feeling your heartbeat and now you're thinking about your heart more and now your heart's getting, you're getting more anxious. So you start feeling more of your heartbeat. It becomes a self, like, like, it beca- like you do it to yourself, right? A lot of the times. And so my opinion is that yes, physiologically, cannabis is going to increase your heart rate. Like it's going to, it's going to like do things that are going to, you know, help you go in that direction, which is why it ends up happening. Why you get hyper-focused. You can't get hyper-focused if you're getting super relaxed, right? So a lot of the times when people get hyper-focused, it's with a sativa, they get anxious, it's with a sativa, they get hyper-focused on like their heartbeat, their sweating, their pulse, all that stuff. Um, But I think when you pass all of that, then what you're able to do is when you get hyper-focused in the moment and you're not nervous about that anymore, that's where you're able to be incredibly creative, you're able to be incredibly productive, you can block things out that that just like I can I could have just gotten in a huge argument with somebody and then I just go on to the next thing and I can just get focused yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like and and that that not that it happens all the time but like just to make the point it allows you to just kind of lock back in it's like you know I guess for people like ADD it's great a lot of the times you know um for that purpose for sure but so to to answer the question what does THC feel like THC feels like a mental shift, a mental shift mm, to the focus of the present, right? And and with that, with that, you get a little bit of a body high as well, 
right? You start to feel a little bit of lightness in your body occasionally, right? If it's with an indica, more so with the sativa, a little less, right? But even Jack Herrera, I, I, I get the body high, which can be an energy also. And then you yeah. get the grand purple, which is kind of like a cool chill, right? Yes. And you want to sit and be in the couch, as you've often mentioned. Indica. So, in the couch. Exactly. Exactly. Homeostasis. So, that, there you go. <laughs> Let's hit them all. Let's hit them all. <laughs> go, through the, go, through the, go through the whole, the whole uh, album. But uh, so, we, so that's, that's THC, right? THC is a mental shift to the hyper focusing on the present that also includes euphoric body highs as well, because that's when your CB1 oh, yeah. are just tingling, right? So it's nothing, you're not going to hallucinate. You're not going to see like go- goblins that are in your room. It's nothing like that. You, you just might get have the, to, you'll get the giggles. Maybe. You'll get the giggles. You'll get the giggles because <laughs> you'll feel great, right? Like that's why you start yeah. giggling. Like if you don't feel great, you start crying, which is, yeah, you know, don't do that. But um, but but typically the way not to cry. Let's talk about it. Well, that's CBD, right? So let's talk about the THC high, which was what it was. We just talked about that. It's a mental shift yeah. to the hyper focusing on the present. The CBD high. What does that feel like? Well, it's much more subtle, right? Because CB THC is in your face. CB one receptors when they are activated, they are in your face. You feel them, right? Mm-hmm. Um. When you use CBD, you're going to feel some differences. You're going to feel some relaxation, however. You're going to feel reduced anxiety and depression, which is possibly not what you're going to feel with THC. You may feel a little bit more anxiety sometimes. But if it's a great strain that you love, a lot of limonene or something that is good for you, you may feel very, you know, lower, much lower anxiety and depression. Uh, pain relief. So through anti-inflammatory properties and just general pain relieving features, CBD is very good at relieving pain. More so than than THC, I would say. And then improved sleep, like we mentioned as well, mainly for reduced anxieties, helping your circadian rhythm. Um, All right. So what does it feel like, though? Like, like what does the CBD high feel like? Well, here's the thing. If you are looking to get high and you go and get some hemp flour, high CBD flour, right? You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy with your purchase because you're not going to get high. However... Um, you're going to feel great afterwards. You're not going to feel bad. Mm-hmm. You, you probably won't even be angry about it because you're going to be so chill because right. you just smoke hemp flower. <laughs> you're not going to care that you aren't high because you're going to be happy about it. But um, see, this is my opinion. The CBD high, in my opinion, is a much more holistic high. It, yeah. it feels, um, it, it definitely feels more grounding. It feels like um, you just, went to bed, had a fantastic night's sleep, uh, woke up very refreshed and very grounded and calm as well. Right. And you have a, a feeling of peace in your body, like a, like a grounded feeling of peace, right? Um, you're, you're content. You're not typically excited and overjoyed. That's typically not what CBD does. Typically, CBD will make you calm and happy and, and content, right? Like, like kind of like a Buddha, Right. Like if you want to have like that Buddha Zen feel, that is typically what hemp will do, uh, CBD specifically. So CBD also allows you to focus on the present moment for that purpose as well in a much um, less psychoactive fashion. It's a much more, again, holistic, natural way where you are just kind of happy about your surroundings and you're very attuned to your surroundings as well. Um, you, you still are able to maintain focus, 
However, the focus that you're able to maintain, in my opinion, is a little different than the focus I'm able to maintain with a high THC strain like Jack Carrere. Mm-hmm. Jack Carrere high THC strains, sativa strains, um, specifically I say Jack Carrere because that's what I like to use for focus. It is a focus that is really intense. And I can, like, it's an intense focus that is not really calming, but it's not, it doesn't give me anxious, any anxieties or jitters as well. Um, but it's a very intense focus, right? Um, it's not really one that I would want to go and hang out and be in nature. Like I want it when I do that, have that type of focus, I want to like be studying analytical stuff in my computer and like doing prob like figuring out math problems or whatever. I don't know, like that type of thing. The CBD focus that I get is much more of a, um, it's much more of a, a holistic surround a focus of my surroundings, right? Like I, I kind of want to be oneness with my, with my surroundings and my, my environment. That's, it's a much more holistic, happy, content, easygoing type of focus. So I like that focus on the weekends, right? It's a focus that I like doing first thing in the morning when I wake up, I don't go to Jack Herrera first thing in the morning. I do a high CBD hemp strain first thing in the morning. Um, It just feels good to my body. And I I have all of my wits to me. None of them are gone. And I just Mm -hmm. feel great first thing in the morning. Um, then I'll eventually switch to that THC when I want a little bit more of that, that focus, that head spin, right? Not spin, but that's the wrong word for focus if you're using that together, (laughs) but the, the head focus, I should say. Um, so I think that's it. I would say CBD for the holistic high. It's that grounded, calm Buddha like focus THC, um, for, for more of like the, the shift that you're looking for. And again, that can be for focus. It can be a shift that goes into more of a social mm-hmm. feeling. If it's like a giggly strain, like a, I don't know, like a Girl Scout cookies or something, or like a lemon haze, right? If that's what does it, or it can be like an in the couch chill focus. If you want to do, like I said, a granddaddy purple or a dosi do strain, right? Um, yep. Dosi do. And, and I say focus in a very sense of what are you focusing on? Relax, sleep, any of those things. Um, focus mm-hmm. for work. So, yeah, man, I, I would say I, I hope that helps how those yeah. guys feel. Um, and if you want to kind of mix the two, if you want to, you know, if you want a little bit of everything, that's why you take those, yeah. those flowers if you want. Or you can find one-to-one ratios, different ratio vapes. But if mm-hmm. you take your flour and you mix it all together, I used typically do a CBD, CBG, and a THC flour one-to-one-to-one ratio every day. If I can do that yeah. to start my day to get all my cannabinoids and get them all in. But, Jack, what are some of your uh, – what are some tips you got for newbies? I want to hear it. Yeah. So one-to-one ratios are just are the bomb. Like that's what I do for edibles. So I'm an edible person. So I'll yeah. do gummies with one-to-one and I'll do like uh, – so it'll be like five milligram CBD, five milligram THC, which I think is right there. Or you cut that in half, 2.5, 2.5, and you are in the zone. It's almost like a micro dose. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get yeah. work done. You can focus, lower those worries a little bit so you can get more done. 2.5 THC, 2.5 CBD is perfect. Uh, unless you ha- are do 100 milligrams yeah. of THC every single day and you were just stoned out of your – you got it. Like I keep saying, go low. Low is good. Um, but to combine these two is the bomb. It's like it's like uh, peanut butter. CBD and THC are like peanut butter and jelly. They're like uh, 
Sriracha yeah. and mayo. You ever mix sriracha and mayo and make that like spicy aioli? Oh, yeah. oh my goodness gracious. Oh, yes. I feel like that's the new ketchup and mustard <laughs> in my mind because I put that on everything. <laughs> it's like the new ketchup and mustard. You put the aioli and the sriracha, <laughs> the, ma- the mayonnaise and sriracha, and you, yeah. you mix it up. One to one, mix it up. Oh. oh, my God. You put it on a sandwich. You dip it in something. It is the cat's pajamas. Oh, my gosh. Sriracha and mayo. I, oh, you're making me hungry. But uh, yeah, Sriracha, now yeah. add some cannabis to that, and you got a whole situation. Oh, my God. Oh, here we here go. go. <laughs> Sriracha, mayo, cannabis. Who's making it? Who is making it? Let's go. I'm, you guys I'm out there. Whoever's out there making it, let me know. Yep. Um, but just yeah, circling man, I, back, pop culture. We, yeah. We got, I want to talk about pop culture because, like, We've kind of you've talked about it in the very beginning with re- last episode part one because this is an extension. This is part two, so we gotta over encompass the whole shebang. So like, reefer madness combined like yeah, that's what it was. Now, now I feel like it's kind of become a culture shift where it's more accepted and less stigma, but still you got these high THCers. So if we can make life and promote homeostasis. Throughout a holistic look of balanced ratios, I feel like that is where we want to be. And that is the new, you know, non-stoner, like, the new yeah. way we want to see this. But, yeah, cannabis has affected pop culture. Cannabis has made it so, like, there's there's weed stores at all these bodegas. It's shifting. It's shifting business. It's shifting yeah. culture. It's like, it's, you know, people are drinking less now, like I've noticed. Yeah. Um People are consuming yeah. more cannabis now because it's becoming more accepted. So it's just yep. – it's really exciting time overall to be a cannabis enthusiast because people have questions. And people – yeah, people are people are doing it more. It's great. Yeah, and I, I, all of that, man. I, I, um, I'm excited because we're – you know, and that's why we do what we do because we hope you guys out there – you guys are so important, right? Like to, oh, yeah. to get out there and, and to push this message as well. That's why we ask you guys to share it. We said at the beginning of the show, like mm-hmm. it really helps, right? Like when you guys do that, it makes a huge difference in, in the impact. Um, the, if every if all of you send it to a few people, like what we're talking about, it helps. Um, so my advice, very similar to you, Jack, go low and slow. Um, check your COAs for the products that you're buying, the certificate of analysis. Make sure that you know, you're getting from a reputable source that has COAs that are legit, right? All the COAs should be signed by the scientists that are are producing the COAs, um, and you should be able to find them on LinkedIn or, or easily research that company as well to ensure that the COA is legitimate, right? Um, in in general, my some of my tips, uh, more of them. Cannabis feels better in smaller doses, kind of what you said, mm-hmm. ex- almost exactly what you said. So um, plan out your consumption is important because what can happen with cannabis is you just start taking cannabis and you don't really consider a scheduling at all, but yep. that may be the best thing too, because some people need more or less depending on how you feel and how you feel is different every single day. Right. So one of the things that I would consider is, um, you know, during the week, you know, I, I typically am much more regimented because I have a work schedule so I can regiment my cannabis usage as well. And on the weekend, what that allows me to do is maybe use it a little bit more liberally, right? Or I can flip it. I can say, you know what? I'm going to have a really busy week this week. I'm going to need more support, supplementation support. So maybe this weekend, I'm not going to use THC. I'm only going to use CBD. And during the week, I'll use THC as needed so it can help me, you know, with um, getting back to a baseline of, you know, uh, just focus that I need, right? And reduction of anxiety. So <clears throat> it's, um, I think planning 
to help lower your tolerance and keep cannabis effective is, is really important. Um, and I would say for first time users, if you can try not to try anything over a one-to-one ratio of THC to CBD, right? Try to like, try to like stick to one-to-one THC to CBD or better yet, like try a high CBD product. And try as mm-hmm. high as you can go, like just to feel good about what you're getting into. Just try like a high CBD product and then slowly, you know, if you're trying it a 20 to one, 20 parts CBD to one part THC, the next time try 15 to one, then try 10 to one, then try five to one and then two to one and then one to one and then work your way up through higher THC levels from there. <laughs> and I would imagine <clears throat> if you do it that way, you're never going to have the issue that I've had, that Jack has had, that other people have had that didn't have guidance and didn't have CBD to utilize as well to make sure that that first experience could be a good experience, right? A positive one. And that's what we're looking for. Cause if, if you have a bad first experience, the chances of you going back are going to be slim. If you have a great first experience, your life could be changed for the better moving forward. Right. right. And, and that, that is, that is what happened to us. Jack and I personally, that's why we do this. And we're hoping mm-hmm. that's what happens to a lot of you, especially if this is your first time, And then lastly, um, check your setting. So if you're trying THC and you're going to do that, make sure you're in a comfortable setting because a lot of times that anxiety will peak. Let's say if you decide to take a gummy and then go jump around in the New York City subway system for the first time, well, not for the first time, but you take a gummy for the first time and then go jump around the New York City subway system. Like sitting in the subway and getting too high is really nervous. Oh, dude, that's, yeah. Because you get weird people coming in and you're just like, oh, and your Mm -hmm. your confidence level goes way down when you're too high and anxious and paranoid. So, again, like, you know, your setting, if you're going to do high THC strains is really important. Be with people that you trust and be in a comfortable setting as well. Um, And and also have CBD available if you're going to do that. So then if like have a CBD vape available or a tincture. So that we're nano gummy. So that way, if you do take too much THC and you do start getting paranoid, hit that CBD to start blunting some of those effects, right? Yep. Better yet, hit the CBD first, get the CBD in your system, block the CB1 receptors, then go in on the THC if you want to help with that. So mm-hmm. those are some tips, you know, to help you if you're going to be trying cannabis for the first time, THC for the first time, to really help you make sure that you're your experience is a good one because again, the reason why people will jump into cannabis and then jump out is because they had a bad experience. And the reason you have a bad experience is because typically you don't have guidance. So that's why we're here today is to help you get that. And um, I would say other than that, Jack, for part two, I'm glad we did two parts on this episode because yes. uh, that was a lot, but um, that's all I have. That's all I have for part two of this episode. Jack, did you have anything that you wanted to add? I feel like five years gone by so fast and just thank you uh, Ryan, you know, for consistently being on top of the show and ready for it with the material. Thank you audience and everybody for, you know, listening. You, we appreciate you guys. Like you guys are everything and sending all your questions. Five years went by like that. And Holy smokes, what an adventure it has been so far. We love this show. We love doing it for you guys. It is an honor. It is fun. And yeah, we're going to keep it going. Happy five years, everybody. Thank you, Woo. Jack. It's been uh, it's fun to come on here and not talk to myself and have somebody to talk to for sure, man. I love the fact Always. that this was all your idea five years ago, and we're still doing it, man. Like, this is this is, uh, yeah. this is your, your thing, man. I just wasn't the studio, mine. and someday we'll, yeah. 
we'll we'll get back in doing it. So Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for all of you listeners out there as well. Happy five Woo. years. Happy cannabis weekend and just happy days. How about that? Happy days. Happy days. <laughs> oh, love that. Happy days, guys. Right. Oh, the cannabis at gmail.com. Email us your questions, guys. We love hearing from you and uh or Hit us up on social media, Instagram, uh, the Cannabis C, the Cannabis and the Letter C on Instagram. We appreciate you guys. Send us your questions, your feedback. Love you. Have a great week. Peace. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host Corey Yelland is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode. Thanks for listening to today's show. 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.